smoking, bank Sinatra, that's all gas. On the hunt in a tall grass, intercepting every ball pass, then I run it back, that's a TD. Check the scoreboard, y'all last, we up one, you see me. Pussy niggas wanna talk about it, go to Hellcat, no demon. I be politicking on your broadcast, at the red carpet like the famous homie. Ask your bitch, really famous homie, and you know it's in me, it ain't on me. So creative like I made Adobe, I've been balling like I play with Kobe. What's the deal? What's the deal? We back again. Politic in the podcast. First podcast of the year. Welcome to 2023. What's the deal, fools? How was y'all what New up, Year's? Yeah. Yo, we deep up in here. Hey, we back. We back. So first announcement, man. So Politic and Broadcasting has a new official home. Black Cannabis Studios inside the incubate compound in downtown L.A. We'll be throwing at Los Angeles Media Day in March. So last year, you guys remember Media Day, i.e.? Yeah. Well, now mm-hmm. we're doing L.A. Media Day, boys. So I'm going to need y'all to pop back out, y'all. I'm going to need them that speaker skill to come back out again. Let's get to it. <laughs> but uh, let's get to these topics, man. So first thing we're going to get to, Adrian Broner. We all know him as uh, About Billions. You know, Money Mayweather protege going all bad and sour. And now Javante Davis is the new Mayweather, you know, golden child. But before Tank Davis, it was Adrian Broner, man. So Adrian Broner, he is now scorned and he's calling out Mayweather for exhibition. He's saying that he's taking 10 million to uh, to do exhibitions versus nobody's in Japan. He's stating that this fight could bring in over 200 million in pay-per-view views and he's calling Mayweather out for the fade. Next we have UFC owner Dana White. So on New Year's Eve he was in Cabo St. Lucas and he is caught on camera in a domestic dispute with his wife. So what do you think this is going to do to the UFC brand? And what does his future like look like going forward because when it's the athletes you already know what happens to them, but now because it's an owner, you know, it's a now everybody's, you know, it's a whole different. They're talking about dual combat and some more bullshit. So we're going to get to that. Then we got to get to the NFL, man. We really can't talk a lot of sports right now because DeMar Hamlin went into cardiac arrest and fell out on, on the, in the Monday night game. He is still in critical condition. The game has been postponed. And it's a lot of things up in the air as far as the league pertaining to this scenario and the future of the league going forward. So we definitely got to touch on that. And Donald Trump. So it's official. The release of his tax returns came out. And to our surprise, he paid a whopping zero dollars for 2020 taxes. And they're saying that they found over 10,000 fraud discrepancies in his tax return. So we'll get to that, man. It's crazy. But first topic, man, Adrian Broner, man. He's challenging Mayweather. He's saying Mayweather's out there fighting nobodies, fighting random people in Japan and Dubai and all these places where he's beating these dudes up in in 30 seconds and walking away with 10, 20 million for nothing. How do y'all feel about Adrian Broner calling out Mayweather? And do you think it's time that Mayweather actually – takes an exhibition against a real fighter because the the best challenge he had was not even Jake Paul. It was Logan Paul. He didn't even fight the real boxing brother. 
We all thought so. Mayweather picking choosing these weak ass fights, and Adrian Broner calling them out. Do you think that fight will bring in over two hundred million? I know if they did it, I I definitely tune in. Um, you know what? Boxing is my favorite sport. I'm fight. I'm glad we finally got a topic on boxing. So let me go first on this motherfucker. All right, this is how it is. Adrian Broner. I watched. I, I watched Adrian. I was actually an Adrian Broner fan when he came out, and you know he had a lot of skills, a lot of boxing skills. He had a lot of talent, you know, at first. But um, you know, I think he, he coming up under Mayweather, he uh, he thought he was more than what he was before he did anything, and he had this big cocky, you know, cocky attitude. Like he, like he don't understand Floyd Mayweather. The people that knew Floyd when he became popular. You know, they thought he was an asshole, but the old Floyd used to put hands on people. The old Floyd, before he started breaking his hands, he used to knock people out. He used to knock, he used to serve everybody. He became a defensive fighter by fault, default by his hands breaking, and um, he, he started making his money. Adrian Broner thought he could do the same thing. He went to that Marcos Maidana fight cocky as hell and got his ass whooped. He got his ass thoroughly whooped, and he has never been the same since he got his ass whooped by Marcos Maidana that first time. Now... As far as him complaining about money, may taking these money, may ain't got nothing to prove. He, he's he's fifty and old. Nobody has ever came close to beating him in the ring. I don't give a fuck what the excuse is, what they say. Nobody ain't never came close to beating that man in the ring. He's dominated everybody he fought throughout his career. He's beat everybody he put they, they put in front of him. He beat everybody he's supposed to. He's supposed to. He's fifty and old. To me, he's the greatest boxer of all time. Mayweather has nothing else to prove to nobody, so he could go ahead and take his little mini fights fighting these nobodies. He's doing it for the love of the sport and to make a little quick money grab. So what? Adrian Broner is mad because he's broke and he didn't manage his little bread that he had buying 15 chains knowing he only had was only worth $2 million. He didn't manage his money. And that fight will not bring in $200 million. That fight will bring in $20 million. Ain't nobody mm -hmm. watching that shit. I will watch right. it because I'm a boxing fan. But the average boxing fan don't want to see an over-the-top Mayweather, which everybody already hates, in a sorry boo-boo-ass Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner needs to sit his ass down and do something else. Nobody watching that shit. Shit. Hell no. <laughs> Let me go. Let me go. I want to go. go All right. So I think it would be a good look because Adrian Broner was the golden child for the longest of times. And you never really get to see uh, uh, Robin call out Batman and actually get a fair fight, you know, just for the entertainment side of it. Right. But when you think about Mayweather and the fact that he would take any fight for any amount of money, especially considering the amount of hype that could come behind it, I have a hard time believing that he's not already a part of the hype and Adrian Broner trying to finally call him out. Um, if it was me, especially how much, you know, he's been coming at him because of Davis being great right now. If it was an authentic, like, you know, authentic fight and authentic um, feeling disrespected. He should have done it a long time ago. Right now, both parties are in agreement, just like with any of the Paul brothers. All of this is for entertainment. They'll probably do it. They'll probably make more than two hundred million on pay per view because of how how many people would love to see it and how many people know that it wouldn't be a real fight. That it would be a a shit show. They'll still pay to watch it. They'll still pay to watch it. They both will still cash out and we'll have this conversation the Wednesday after the fight and go, told you so, because everybody's stuck on stupid anyway. So 
I would love to say that this was a bad idea, but this is a great idea. Two black men just staging something perfect just so that people can laugh. Come together, eat some good barbecue too. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a UFC uh, guy. Uh, boxing's not too much of my thing, but I mean, you know, I know a little bit about uh, Mayweather's career. Um, and you know, to Mayor's point, I mean, people, you know, still support Mayweather. They would still want to watch this fight. This is definitely. Um, it seems like you know, so it's a money grab. I mean, if we're talking two hundred millions on the table already, uh, you know, that price is just going to keep going up. Um, for for both fighters, especially for Mayweather, I mean, he might walk out of there with the two hundred million alone, um, just because you know he's that caliber of a fighter. Um, so, but you know, with with Browner, I mean, look, man, you know, this is definitely him challenging uh, one of the greatest of all time, um, if not the greatest of all time, um, and just trying to secure that bag for himself, uh, just like Conor McGregor did trying to challenge Floyd Mayweather and look how that changed uh, his life. So, you know, uh, I think it's just a, it's just, it's just a money grab. The fight's going to happen, but mm, I'm not tuning in though. <laughs> what you got, what you got Carlton? Let, let's get some. Hey guys, look, we're talking about it right now. We're, we're all talking about it. So, yes, it's a good thing. Anything for boxing that gets it more publicity is a good thing. Um, nobody, you know, cares about Adrian Broner, but they care now that his name is tied to Floyd Mayweather. And we all go back and reminisce on when Adrian Broner was coming up. He was a very good fighter. Um, he, he put in the work. But I think once he started getting money, he put the work to the side. Floyd never put the work to the side. And that's what separ- that's what separated them. Um, and that's really all that I got to say. We're talking about it, and I would tune in. Any boxing fan would tune in. An old boxing fan would tune in to watch that. So I think it's good for the sport. I think that it would be better than these damn influencer fights, personally, because if yeah. Logan Paul and all these dudes can make that money, then I don't see why Adrian Broner and Mayweather couldn't top that 200, 200 mil mark. Now, as far as how much of that is going to go to, to Broner, Probably like 10, 15 of it. Go ahead, y'all. Um, I don't really watch boxing anymore, but uh, I would Let's say, hear this then. Let's hear this then. Come on, come on, I would, come on. I, I would say Mayweather is good at this point of his career, even though he's retired. So he's taking these, these less fights and everything of that nature. It sounds like to me he's playing the he's just doing the narrator game. Same thing that LeBron James does, right? You know, play the narrator <laughs> game. Don't don't he he's able to pick and don't choose. Do that. Don't do that. He's don't able that. to that was a bam. Don't do that. Don't do that. A, a jab that. at LeBron. But so Mayweather's gonna pick and choose who he fights because he knows he's gonna walk away with the cash and he knows he ain't gonna walk away looking stupid. So if there's a chance of him looking stupid, which I don't really know much about the other guy, but if there's a chance of, even though it doesn't count, um, Mayweather getting knocked out or Mayweather losing, why would he take that fight? It may, it tarnishes his image. Like Ronnie said, he's 50 and old. He's one of the greatest of all times. You don't, I mean, okay. 
what's his name? Nate Robinson is one of the NBA dunkers, but everybody's remembering Nate Robinson for getting knocked out. Mm-hmm. You know, Black so, Twitter is unforgiving. Got his feet. So, yeah. So <laughs> no, <laughs> we. Hey, that's see, what we. Re- hey, hold on. Did y'all see Pac-Man Jones get whooped up? Him too. Pac-Man Jones just got whooped up, man. So they need to stop this celebrity boxing, man. So what I'm saying is, you have to play the narration <laughs> game. He's playing the narration game. If I, there's a chance that I'm gonna go on Black Twitter and y'all gonna make fun of me. I may not do it. Maybe it's not enough. I mean, me, myself, the one I wanted to see was Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones, which Mike Tyson got like 10 million for that one, but I didn't watch it because if it's the same expedition, uh, expedition, expedi- whatever. Yeah, you need to put a bow, put a bow, put a bow on it. Thank bitch. you, baby. Put uh, Atlanta play, if, Atlanta play. If, if it's the same rules applied where I didn't watch the Mike Tyson one because Mike Tyson was told he wasn't able to go all the like go all in on Roy Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, it's an exhibition, so then there, there was no knockdowns or no knockouts allowed. So they weren't even knock allowed out. to knock each other out. So they was just in there punching each other with hard body shots and rib shots <laughs> and all this. But but the exhibitions that Mayweather's been taking, he's been knocking these dudes cold out. He fought that because he can. He, he fought that kickboxer in Japan, and he knocked that dude out in like zero seconds. It's ridiculous. Because they're not on the same level as him. <laughs> I'm not saying the other guy's on the same level as him, but he has enough okay. experience to probably try to knock out Mayweather. He ain't well, gonna make well, I don't know, cause Broner, man, like like Ronnie said earlier, man, when Broner first came out, naturally talented Broner was was that guy. He was he, he was, was supposed to be the next nigga, you know. Javante Davis, I would say Adrian Broner w- was more talented than Javante Davis, for sure. So Thank you me, know, yeah. if Tank if Tank can have these belts and sit atop and, and have this record, then there's yeah. no reason why Adrian Broner shouldn't be somewhere he should be you know damn near in the hall of fame with the talent that he possessed but because of his antics i remember on uh cinco de mayo i forgot who he fought but he won and he was like i'm a black man and i just beat up a mex i can because i feel like i could do anything i want to do and, and just his antics it was one time i forgot who he was fighting and he like humped him he had him in the in the corner and start humping the dude. Down. That's the fight he lost. Yeah, it was my dad. Yeah, he, that he was lost. Ridiculous. Exactly. Then, then he fought. The he then, then, then he, he fought, fought Pacquiao. He fought Pacquiao. He, he ran the whole down. fight. He landed like thirty punches the whole t- ten <laughs> rounds, and then got surprised <laughs> when he lost. His yeah. Pacquiao knocked his equilibrium out. That boy was talking about cheeseburgers <laughs> and some shit after the fight. He was, he was, he was trying to fight Larry Buffer. He was like, Larry Buffer, oh, get, your, get your ass over here. Get your ass over here. It's like a after, after that Pacquiao showing Mayweather was like, I'm done with this guy. I can't have nothing to do with this because this guy is like tripping, tripping. And then he started calling himself about billions and, and flashing all this money and doing all this shit. But he wasn't active. He wasn't making no money because he ain't fighting. He's so almost as a fighter in the fight game, you have to stay active to make the money. And he has not been active enough to make anything. And that's why he's trying to get a big money grab off of one mm-hmm. fight. Because, you know, to get $20 million, to get 
five million, he's gonna have to fight ten times. And as far <laughs> as celebrity fighting, a Logan Paul gonna bring in more ticket sales than Adrian Broner fighting somebody else. So unless he go fight one of the Paul brothers, his best bet is to try to catch that fade with Mayweather, try to get his dollars up. I, uh, I rather see Bow Wow and Little Romeo. It was it was like um it was like a year ago. He was in court. They said he had. He was a ref. It had. Yeah, he had two dollars <laughs> in his um in his account. Wow. Wow. And so two dollars going on. Yeah. yeah. All that but listen. But that listen. Look. Look. Two dollars. Look. Get that cash app took two of it. Look. You guys aren't even. Uh, he was about to commit suicide, and his brothers had him all on the internet going crazy, talking about, oh, this nigga talking about he going to kill hey, He owes somebody. He owes hey, somebody. He owes somebody. Here, here's he owes perfect. Somebody. Hey, I'll give you guys what I didn't hear you guys say nothing about. If Mayweather was his mentor, how much how much life skills did Mayweather teach him? You no remember, remember that, like, like, look, look, no disrespect to nobody, right? How much how much truth did 50 sit and bring out about Mayweather that made us all sit back and go, oh, come on, bro. Don't don't make fun of the man reading. Don't make fun of the fact that he might actually be illiterate. Don't make fun of the fact that, you know, he didn't actually get an education or he doesn't have it all the way there all the time. Like, don't do that. He's good at boxing. He's made money off of boxing. So, like, just let him live like that. You know what I mean? That's a black man doing his thing. No, but this is why I'm saying this, though. This is the only reason why I'm saying this. What could Mayweather have taught AB, right? Where here he comes into some big new money and then he just throws it to throws it to the wind like every other person does. Okay, this isn't okay. Iverson. No, look, I'm just saying this isn't Iverson. Okay, he doesn't let have me, let, me, let, me, let me break this down. No, no, no. Okay, the only point no. I was trying to make is that that's why he's coming for the money. I, I, I'm going to make this point about Mayweather is that Mayweather isn't this like guru guy that knows what to do with his money and makes exactly. all his money. Thank you, Mayweather Thank you. is flashy. He lives the lifestyle that Adrian Broner was uh, uh, trying to assimilate. So, no, he did not teach him what to do with his money. How Mayweather is good is he's partnered up with Al Heyman. Al Heyman, if you don't know, they own a lot of skyscrapers, and he took his money. Al Heyman took him under his wing, took his money, and started putting them into these hedge funds where they buy these skyscrapers in L.A., where they buy these skyscrapers in Dubai, and all of this shit. So now, because he put his money with Al Heyman, he got ownership in these skyscrapers, and now he's getting his money monthly. And that's how Mayweather is good. Well, no, I'm I appreciate you saying that. Look, I appreciate you airing that out because that's the only reason why I was trying to bring that up. I'm just saying, like, if it was me on the Robin side to that Batman, bro, you're gonna have to run me some of this money. You know what I'm saying? Like, you let me get it. I threw it away not knowing it. And then he was like, Hey, yeah, that's your fault. I'm on the Devante right now. He's nice. Go ahead, Ronnie. To add to what Caleb was saying, to add to what Caleb was saying, see. Mayweather, it wasn't his really job to teach uh, Adrian that he led by example. Exactly. So oh no, I get it. Was, so, so what? Make what Floyd did was he fought and he won. And he before the Oscar De La Hoya fight, he was pretty boy Floyd, and only true boxing right, fans right. knew who he was. So he yeah. did the little sombrero and did the little publicity stunt to get it, build a fan base to hate him. And he start making yeah. pay per view numbers. So Floyd right, start yeah. making 40, 50, 60, 100 million a fight. 
he didn't get endorsements. Floyd was smart on yeah, how there was strategy with it. There was strategy. Oh, I'm not knocking it. I promise you, I'm not knocking it, Ronnie. I'm not knocking it. No, I wasn't trying to downplay it. I'm talking about he could have through the olive branch. He could have through the olive branch. Let him get it off, Ronnie. Move on. What I was trying to say, I'm trying to make it short and sweet. What I'm trying to say is he made all this bread, right, over the course of his career. Adrian Broner did not make that much money. So he, he they're right. in two different tax brackets. Floyd can oh, yeah. teach you how, what to do with $5 million. Floyd made an excess of $800 million. So you can't make $5 million stretch like you can make $800 million stretch. Floyd made down near a billion dollars in boxing alone. Adrian Broner has not made $100 million in boxing. So there's nothing he could have showed him because he didn't even make the money to begin with. That hell of a point. I mean, if you you know, I I can't show you how to save a thousand when you got a hundred. Man, okay. I mean, that's some real shit. But let's get but back you need to, this, uh, to get to let, Let's get back to this other news. <clears throat> so we was talking about UFC earlier. So UFC owner Dana White on New Year's Eve, he was caught in a domestic dispute in a club at a resort in Cabo San Lucas. So. We actually have the video, so can we pop it up? So as you see, it was in the club. They seemed like they was arguing. She turned, she smacks him first. He smacks her immediately after. Then he smacks her a second time. And then they get into like a pushing and wrestling battle. And then that ensues for like another minute. And then the video cuts off. So now they're bringing up a bunch of conversation of dual content, uh, combat and saying that when a woman attacks you first, is there a such thing as dual combat as a man? But it's crazy because when you look at a black man like Ray Rice, where his girl attacked him in the elevator and he kind of, he didn't even punch her. He kind of like swiped her away and she fell and hit her head. And we all know what happened to Ray Rice. That was the end mm -hmm. of his career. There's so many NFL players that get caught in a dis domestic dispute, and that was the end of their career. That was the last thing that we heard. We just heard Javante Davis. He just got arrested for domestic dispute a few days ago. That was last weekend, and they were making a big deal about his arrest, and he, he has a fight coming up on Saturday. So what else? You got Quavo. There was an argument with him. I mean, uh, him and Qu Sweetie in the elevator and she was trying to take his belongings and he, he pushed her he pushed her out the way to grab his own belongings and they were saying that he should go to jail for assault but then when the owner of one of these leagues gets caught in one of these now it's a, a conversation of dual combat and they're trying to justify his actions for him smacking his wife multiple times in in plain sight we all seen it what are y'all mm -hmm. thoughts on this Dana White situation and what do y'all think should happen? Like yeah, so so if this were Michael Jordan, mm. if this were Magic Johnson hitting their wife, and we saw this on video, let me ask y'all a question. 
do you think the other owners of those leagues would make them try to sell their team or or call for some type of suspension or fine? Probably, right? He is the owner of a major sports entity, the UFC. Um, and it's clear as day, yes, she hit him first. Uh, but as a man in that situation, you walk away. You walk away. You walk away. You don't swing back. You walk away. He chose to swing back twice. Looks like possibly he may have done that before. We don't know. We're not in his marriage. We're not in their life. But just the comfort level, it seemed, to just go ahead and just hit back. Um, it wasn't a pause. It wasn't a hesitation. It, it was just it just seemed like maybe that's happened before with them. Um, but we all know, again, if this were a Michael Jordan, a Magic Johnson, any um, other you know minority um, league owner uh, of a sports league, it would be all over social media. Media would be calling for their heads, but hardly anybody is talking about this. And I'm glad we are. But um, in this situation, no, you just walk away. There's no justification you have to understand um for one you just don't hit you know hit back at a woman uh, for two again you're the owner of a major sports league um the cameras are always on you there is no excuse you walk away i think that um to piggyback on that amark that's showing chivalry that's showing self-control that's showing respect to women that's showing something that um I would like to say that we all have indirectly been taught either by a man or, or by a woman, meaning that, uh, you know, these type of actions are acceptable or not acceptable. Um, but at the same time, you, the biggest point that you made was that there was no hesitation in his reaction to her hit. And when you think about who you are in that type of situation, you shouldn't just think about, oh, you know, I'm a husband, you know, we're in a nightclub, you know, I've been drinking, you've been drinking, who knows, I could have been looking at a woman, you caught me, you know, hey, what are you doing looking at her like that, whatever. If you're the owner of your own sports um, league or organization, I would like to assume that you are in a different level of um, comfort, like, you feel better about yourself, or at least maybe certain things shouldn't affect you the same way as it would someone at, you know, at the bottom or even the middle class or even at a regular high, but not at the, the, the tax bracket that that man's in. Like this is Dana White we're talking about. Like you're just going to openly slap your wife. Like, and to me, like you said, it's not just about the, the freedom to do so. It's the entitlement to do it. I don't care what nationality you are. You do not do things of that nature in a, in a public setting. Even if you are someone that does it in, a, in, you know, behind closed doors, you don't do it unless you fear no one. You don't even fear God's God's wrath in that matter. Cause there is no coming back from this. There is no saving face. All you can say now is he's a businessman. You can't talk about the husband that he is, the father, or any of those different things, because now your, your, your image is tarnished. Your, your name is drugged through the mud. And then the, and then for us on the other side to say that, oh, well, now let's try to see if it's something that is more um, prevalent to, like, protect the man in this scenario. We're men. We get we get hit in the mouth all the time. It might not actually be physical, but we take disrespect every day. Mm -hmm. Sure, whatever it was that his wife had did, but, you know, before 
slapping him in the face, he could have took it and turned the other cheek. I mean, I I agree with that. I just want to ask y'all because you mentioned that we as men are definitely taught not to put our hands on women in any scenario. As a little boy, if you hit a little girl, you're told at three, five, seven years old, hey, you're a boy, you don't hit girls, you don't hit women. So that's something that is like drilled and instilled in us from like the get go. But you know, Alvin, you got daughters. Uh, Ronnie got daughters. Yajiketi uh, got daughters. So, what do you guys teach your daughters in these scenarios as far as dealing with, you know, abusive men, and as far as teaching them not to attack a man and not to, you know, initiate these scenarios? Because this stuff is sure. obviously taught to us, but I think that as women, they don't really. They, they tell, don't be with an abusive man, but a lot of the times, you know, they're not really specifically taught how to manage their emotions. They get emotional and they strike, and that's the start of a lot of domestic, you know, uh, scenarios. So how do y'all teach your daughters, you know, to react in a different manner, and what is it that you would want to tell them in these type of situations? Do on to others as you would want done on to you, and you go from there. Go well, ahead, you can't do. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead, you <laughs> No, no, no. I, yeah, the only look, the only reason why I said it that black and white because I knew Yaji Kennedy was going to say something. So go ahead and jump on it. You just wanted to. Yeah, I did. I did. Right. I did. <laughs> we can't say we can't say do to others what you want done because if you take the scenario of what happened, um, she hit him and he hit her back, right? Now, then he went in for another hit. That the first hit, I think a man. Let me put this out here. I don't think a man should hit a woman. A man shouldn't hit a woman. I'll just leave it at that. So when I watched the video, when I first seen the first hit, I actually seen it as you have. When I was at EMT, they teach you two things. It's called fight or flight. And some people's natural reaction when something happens is to fight, which in his background, he was actually a boxing coach, right? So maybe that first reaction was, oh, shit, somebody hit me. Bam, hit him back, right? Not realizing who he really hitting. Now, once again, a man should not hit a woman. Now, when he did it the second time okay now you're not in fight and flight mode you just putting your hands on on a woman and just like amrock said you must be comfortable doing what you what you're doing so going back to what caleb's saying of teaching my daughter i can't speak to nobody else's daughter but i would advise my daughter not to put her hands on a a man because there is consequences when you put your hands on anybody as men we are taught not to hit a woman but then on the other side we'll teach our son hey if he hits you you hit him back so maybe we shouldn't put our hands on anybody that's my standpoint like if you if you have the power to walk away from a woman hitting you you also can make that conscious choice when another guy hits you now it may be a little more forceful and so you guys might have your little things about that but if you can walk away from one situation you can also 
or walk away from other situations. So what I would tell my daughter is not to put her hand on a man. And then also on the other side, you do not stay with a man that puts his hands on you. Because at the end of the day, if a man is willing to put his hands on you, he doesn't have enough respect for himself to walk away. Um, man, it was a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to touch on, but um, trying to ans- answer everything that was said. Um, I think you guys got it wrong about about what we're taught as men. Now, there are some of us that do yeah. that, are, that are taught to keep your hands off of women, but guess what? That's not what our hip hop culture teaches. That's not what our, our single mothers, our single mothers that got these sons. I, I know a lot of I got a lot of personal friends that was raised by single mothers and their mama told them whoever hit you in elementary hit their ass back, girl or boy. Talk to her. Cause ain't no, father, ain't, ain't no fathers around. So these absent fathers, there's no fathers in the homes teaching the sons or the daughters the right thing. And then the moms, they're single moms and they're all over the place and they just trying to protect their baby. So if they got their four-year-old that's getting bullied by a little girl, they telling the little boy that man, you better beat that little girl ass. Like, I, I know that there are curves. So I don't think that that's what's taught anymore. I think there are some people that are still teaching that, but I don't think that's what's taught. And in our in our, in our our music, we talk about this was what's in the lyrics all day. Slap a bitch, fuck a bitch up. I wish a bitch would. That's what's, that's what's being taught. And since these kids are listening to this shit and being around this shit more than their actual parents or single mothers, that's not what's taught anymore. Don't nobody got no respect. Nobody has right. any respect. The girls either. So the girls aren't being taught to contain themselves. Now, what would I teach my daughters? I, of course, tell my daughters, no, you do not result. If you have to put your hands on a man, you walk the fuck away. It's for a number of reasons. Not only because he's probably going to hurt you because by nature, a man is more stronger than a woman. But mm-hmm. the, this is what I tell them. If you love me, don't do it because I don't give a fuck. This is on record. Any one of my daughters, if a man physically does anything to any one of my daughters, I'm going to kill him and I'm not even playing. So if you don't want me to go to the penitentiary for the rest of my life, make sure you don't cause that to where a man is going to put his hands on. If you don't start the confrontation, because I'm going to be forced to kill this man and protect my daughter for the rest of their life. So, yes, you don't want people to you want to do like 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 I think the, the statement earlier, you want to others that you want them to do to you. Yeah. Keep your hands off. But I think a lot of these boys, especially in our community, I don't give Ray Rice and them no excuses for putting your hands on a man. First of all, exactly. let me say on a woman. You shouldn't do that shit, bro. Period. Like I, I done been in yeah. like it ain't no I'm defending myself. Shut the fuck up. You can grab her and you can grab her hands. You don't have to swing like that. So when I see this shit, it just disgusts me because it's just so easy for them to do it. It's like no, exactly, it's no bro. thought. It's, they just, just react and just swing. I'm like, damn, you ain't give that shit no thought. You know what I'm Zero saying? Zero thought. And did now it twice and did right. it to your wife, to your wife, to your wife. That's real. That's, that's what that's what that's what gets me is I'm, doing it to your wife. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna get to him. Uh, young, what's it? I keep forgetting your name. Carl, 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 Rich Carl, Rich Carl. My bad, bro. Um, you're good. No, you're I, good. <laughs> I was gonna get to him. Yeah, young, young, uh, Dana White, man. Um, yeah, like like young Rich Carlton said, he swung on his wife like like with no and like like y'all said and, and everybody said he it was no hesitation like you do this shit all the time, bro. You 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 did it twice like y'all said. Sometimes it's the nature to hit to just it's like you know to react, but the nigga went in for another one. So that means like <laughs> you do it all the time. So 
That's yeah. very unacceptable. But guess what? And people probably get tired of my mouth saying this. He's a white man. He's not. He's not gonna have no ramifications. He's gonna get away with yep. this shit. We gonna talk about this shit for a couple of weeks. He's gonna bounce right the fuck back. They get away with everything. If they could kill these white officers, could kill these twelve-year-old boys and no ramifications. You think he ain't gonna be able to slap another white woman and not bounce back from it? They ain't the exactly. Listen, I agree with you. It, it, here's here's what I'll say. When you're white, it's right. <laughs> When you're white, it's right. It's it's ridiculous. If this was any other person, we'd be crucifying them. Mm-hmm. And you know, the fact that it is Dana White, like I don't even understand how there's not more vitriol for just him embarrassing his wife. And then not only that, his wife came out and said he's never done this. He don't do this. Like I think people genuinely see that and think, man, he's a good guy. He gets the benefit of the doubt. And man, the that's crazy. That's crazy. And he's obviously done this before. Think about it logically, right? And 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 let me preface by saying this. We are in a society now, and you, you shouldn't hit women, but women are more masculine, and I think a lot of men are more feminine. So I think this is going to be a trend that continues to happen because women are making more money. Women are more entrepreneurs. Women are taking, taking bigger steps, and men are kind of falling off to the wayside to an extent. So, I mean, it's an issue I think that will be bigger moving forward, too, in my opinion. But I mean, it, uh, it's an issue going on right now. We just had the biggest trial uh, waiting on two years with the Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion. So, and, right. and that was just what Ronnie was speaking on as far as our community, how our community is handled it. But I'm, I'm less about how the, the scenario, I'm more on the media because the media is not giving this no spins. You're not finding, you You search it up and you're finding uh, blog sites like, like the Politic and Forum, like our own, you know, out there <laughs> reporting on this, but you're not going to a CNN, a, C, a, a, CS, a MSBC. You're not going to these major outlets and finding any type of coverage on this. And it's, and it's crazy, you know, when TMZ puts it out, TMZ Sports puts it out though, but TMZ, the main channel, doesn't cover it. Yeah. Why is TMZ Sports covering it? Because right, Dana yeah. White is, is a sports uh, league owner. You know, it, right. it's the way that they spin things in the media. And then I've actually watched a few of the major networks. I think it was NBC, and they were talking about mutual combat and start talking about, hey, well, is it mutual combat if a man is defending himself against a woman? So now they were literally trying to spin the story as if Dana White was defending himself against his wife. And this is like the, the craziness that, like, I, as, as black people, I do not understand why we even turn on any form of mainstream media at this point. I agree. It's not for I agree. us. It is not for us. It is not for us. So, right. you know, that's why we have this platform here so that we can, you know, give our side of the news and tell the stories that need to be told instead of the bullshit that they focus on. Go ahead, man. Close it out before we move on. Thank you for saying that because I wanted to give you your roses for that reason. Because it's wild to think that our music, which is created by us, which is censored by others, which lyrics are pushed in a certain way, in a certain demographic, get more spins, that this type of reaction is now the norm. 
We, right. We're all desensitized right. of this. Emasculating men, over-masculating women, Mm -hmm. uh, 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 everything being equal, like all of this is crazy. And the thing yeah, that hurts bad. the most, it, 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 the thing that hurts the most is what you said at the beginning. Let it have been, uh, Amrock said it. He said, let it have been my, uh, Magic Johnson. Let it have been Michael Jordan. All I'm thinking is we're continuing to see black men being ostracized for one mistake. Just, just step out of line. Mm -hmm, I dare mm -hmm. you. If you're anything other than us, you can actually take a life and still be okay, still yeah. be considered the utmost example, cookie cutter. We should make 10 of you and yeah. make and share them throughout the world. It just it hurts because, you know, we're, we all are men who who, um, you know, try to do right by others. And here we are talking about some shit like this. Like, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow, I know. That's why the title of this episode is "Oh My God." <laughs> These topics, you know, are just wild, man. But we got to get to this next topic, which is the Demar Hamlin situation. So on Monday Night Football, Demar Hamlin in the first quarter makes a routine tackle, and then after he gets up and he collapses, goes into cardiac arrest. Now, it's being reported that he was revived twice on the field. So, I guess after his initial collapse, the team did CPR on him and revived him. And after they revived him, he went out for a second time. And that's when the Bengals uh, medical staff joined in and they revived him a second time. So, that's when everybody went into hysteria and started to cry. And that's when you've seen everybody go you know, crazy on the field is when they lost him that second time on the field and they revived him. Now he is in a critical condition. They have postponed the game. The Bills are set to play, I believe, the New, New England Patriots this mm -hmm. weekend. And they said that week 18 will resume. So they will still have to play that game. This other game is being postponed. What are your thoughts on this whole scenario? And, and Amrock, I want to go to you first because you you sent me that clip of Shannon and skipping Shannon. So please touch on this whole scenario for me. Yeah, man. Well, prayers uh, to Hamlin um, and to his family right now. Uh, we're praying, making sure that um, you know he's hopefully uh, going to make a, a recovery. Um, and yeah, I mean it, that was that's shocking. Um, I never seen anything like that you know somebody literally in the in the field of play in the field of battle and then your heart suddenly just stops um that has to be on like some scary shit i don't wish that on you know my worst enemy or anybody um classy move by the nfl uh to cancel the game and, and just let it be uh so that you know the teammates uh, could go to the hospital and the coaches, the coaching staff go to the hospital and try to be with him at that point in time as much as they could. Um, Skip Bayless. This guy uh, should have been off the air. Um, the only thing this man talks about uh, is how much he hates LeBron James and, and loves Tom Brady. And the fact that you put out the tweet 
that you put out um basically to paraphrase you know like pretty much why they you know why they stop in the game at such a critical point in the season and that this game means so much um but then he tried to like say oh well you know now that that is irrelevant because of this moment no we know what you meant skip Bayless. we know what you meant um I don't understand. He he said that Fox didn't check him on his statement. Now, if this were ESPN and this was a Stephen A. Smith or somebody to that matter, uh, it would he would have been canceled very quickly um, for his comments. They were insensitive. Uh, Skip Bayless again. He doesn't belong in the air. I don't know what the hell this dude was talking about most of the time. Um, very insensitive to the family. Uh, this guy again, as most of the people, including Ryan Clark what ESPN spoke about, you know, this man is not just a football player. Uh, the NFL is not just the brotherhood um, of, of, of football players. It's a brotherhood of men, mostly black men, mostly young black men. This man, I believe, is 23, 24 years old, went into cardiac arrest. Um, you know, that's hard to imagine, you know, that, that's hard to process especially again, right there in that moment of field of play. You know, everybody's probably thinking it was just an injury or he got the wind knocked out of him. This man literally went into cardiac arrest. Um, so to uh, somebody like Skip Bayless, um, you know, he needs to be off the air. He needs to be removed. It's about time. Um, and comments like this uh, insinuate his uh, bigotry towards uh, specifically black athletes all the time. Um, and again, his comment uh, was ridiculous and uh, shame also on Fox uh, for apparently not speaking with him or checking him about his comment as well. But prayers up to uh, the Ham Hamlin uh, and Hamlin's family. Uh, I, I'll go. I, I got one thing to say, and I agree with a lot of stuff you said, Rock. Um, you know, but being a football lover, and someone that loves the game and loves the physicality of the game, you know, you, we talk about how we die for this and we we would live for this, right? But then when it actually happens, we realize, like, yeah, we may put on a show out there. They may put on this show, but they're still humans at the end of the day. And as humans, we can't sit and lie that that the most physical parts of the game aren't what we love the most about the game, though. So, you know, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not in any way, shape or form saying, you know, what happened to him? They should play the games or I agree with Skip Bayless. But, you know, I'm looking at it from a perspective of, you know, we this is the violent like this. This is the violence that we said we want from things and that we see in our music and all this stuff. Like when we see it play out in real life, that's not actually what we what we want. Um, no. And now, but and I think. But I'm yeah, sorry, ahead, just real quick. But but also, you know, that could have that could have been a result of a heart, you know, a heart condition that he may have had that could have went undetected. We don't necessarily mm. know unless it was reported. I'm not sure. I didn't hear anything. No, it hasn't been. Since. But yeah, we don't know if it was football related. Like that could have mm -hmm. been a condition that he may have. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and yeah, and, and that's going on. That so, that's what makes it so crazy is that right. it, it it doesn't seem to be football related. Right. Because he made the tackle, we all assumed in the in the moment of in the heat of the battle that he made the tackle and then mm -hmm. something went right. wrong because exactly. of the tackle. But then we're watching the tackle and as we're watching the replay, 
We're like, uh, that tackle ain't enough yeah. to Yeah, we, to do we expect to see, you know, a bone pop out. You know, we've seen that. We've seen, you know, a twist of an ankle. We've seen those things. But for yeah. somebody literally just to be standing there and just fall back and literally have a heart attack at 24 on a on a playing field, we haven't seen that. That was that was that was serious stuff. Go go ahead, y'all. Um, I think when we say cardiac arrest, we're not giving it enough. Yeah. Um, cardiac arrest. I was a I was an EMT, so you don't perform CPR on somebody if they have a pulse. So that means what we witnessed wasn't just cardiac arrest. We witnessed somebody dying. Die. Exactly. He died on exactly. the field. And yeah. I think when we just say cardiac arrest, it makes it sound cute and everything like that. Oh, like an old person thing, a heart. Yeah. Oh man, that's that that sucks. That's why when M Rock is putting light on Skip Bayless, yo, bro, somebody died on the field. And you wanted to, you wanted the game to continue. Like we got to think about our mindsets on that. Somebody literally died on the field. That's why everybody was crying. Like you got to put it all together. Right. They seen a person die on the field. Whether you bring them now, kudos to the emergency staff because as an EMT. We are taught you have what they call the golden hour. A golden hour is to get person that person from point A to the hospital. But you really have that golden hour is not an hour. It's really 10 minutes. You got 10 minutes to get somebody that does not have a heartbeat to get a heartbeat back, get them to the hospital so they can continue doing what they do. So this man dies on the field. Then what I have heard and what I have seen, it wasn't the NFL that told them, hey, cancel the game. It Correct. was the players and coaches that mm -hmm. said, let's cancel the game. So Let me tap in right there on that. So the NFL called a five-minute break, and the players said, five-minute break my ass. We ain't playing shit. And after the five-minute break, they tried to call another five-minute break, and the players reiterated, we're not playing. And then after the 10 minutes, that's when the NFL finally postponed the game. So in my opinion, uh, with everything that I said for myself, I love, I love sports and just like how Caleb said about the media and everything, NFL does a real shitty job of caring for black men. I mean, at the end of the day, they like, okay, he died on the field, okay? Cart him off the field. Y'all continue playing because we right. own y'all because we pay y'all. Um, y'all continue paying and playing. And kudos to the Bengals and the uh, um, Bills for saying, freak that, we not playing, one of our brothers is down. All right, can I go? Go Because this is very similar to um, the stand that could have been made by the Los Angeles Lakers during the bubble championship, like the Milwaukee Bucks decided not to play. And with that being tied together, I think it's kind of ironic that um, 
of the two sports, you know, you have Colin Kaepernick still ostracized, not able to play or be, you know, really taken serious in the NFL. But yet Hamlin died, like you said, yeah, on the field, right? Next man up mentality. Oh, okay, he's gone. Let's move on to the next one. There is there was not an ounce of uh like decency, if you think about it. Like, like if in fact that was his last game, the last play were not. Right. None of us feel like well, I, don't, I know we do, but the way it was perceived across the media that day, it didn't seem like it was anything of serious nature. You know, you still had clips on Facebook and on Instagram. He just stood up and then falls down. And like, oh, like you say, you cardiac arrest. And Mark said a cardiac arrest. I'm looking like cardiac arrest is he is death. Like so he died. They revived him. And we're just like we're not caring at all. There's no. Uh, not to say you have to do an autopsy on someone who's still alive, but there's no dialogue for us to think about or talk about or debate about this happened. And it's just a part of life. We have to worry about the football season. We have to worry about playoffs. We have to worry about who's next up. So I don't know. It's just, it just proves how much entertainment we are to everybody else. That exactly. Our life is, our life is to continue to entertain others like the, the gladiator days, instead of fighting lions, we're fighting each other because we're not smart enough to come together and do something different with our talents. The question should be, should the Bills, if the Bills didn't want to play their next game, should they be allowed not to play? They have to. Are they even in playoff contention where their games yes, matter? They are. So the Bills yeah, they are. are so that's why they have, so that's why they have to play. Okay, so let me explain what Skip was trying to say. Is that the Bills and the Chiefs are number one and two. The Bengals are number three. So whoever won that game could possibly move into the first seed if the Chiefs lose. So the first two, the top two teams get a bye week the first game. So the Bengals and the and the Bills were both fighting possibly for that second seed to get that first week by so that they don't have to play a wild card, which is major if you're trying to make it to a Super Bowl. It's but a man's fighting for his life. It's bigger than football. It's bigger than football. So there, there's a lot of stuff about this topic once again. Um, I was having a debate with my daughter earlier about what caused it. And, you know, she found this doctor on, on TikTok that was explaining that um, I forgot the medical term, but it was a rare, rare case where if you hit the heart at a certain moment where it's starting yeah. to reset, something like that. So they were saying that it was something like yeah. that. I was debating. I was calling bullshit. I was, you know, this is, of course, everyone call me a conspiracy theorist, but I believe that the COVID vaccine got something to do with it, but that's neither here or there. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a lot of, there's, a lot be of right. death. there's been a lot of deaths regarding that, but that's another topic. So about, you know, what, what actually happened, we don't know. I, I don't think it was football related. I looked at the hit. I call bullshit on that doctor. I don't believe that everything that doctors say is correct. But, uh, you know, it's a possibility. So, you know, about what it was, it football, was it not? We don't know. But um, let's get to Shannon and Skip. Shannon, I don't really fuck with Shannon Sharp. He be fake mad how he dissed Kyrie and how he talked so badly about Kyrie. Like, I understand you don't agree with him, but to sit up there and bash that man on TV the way he did, Shannon be fake mad, man. He fake mad. I don't fuck with Shannon. I think he's fake. I think he's phony. Um, and as far as the skip bayless tweet now um based off of him being on tv 
I don't think Skip is that bad on TV. I think he gets a bad rap from LeBron James fans. Um, but when Skip talks, he don't just he don't just talk. He has stats. He has stuff to back up what he says about somebody. So I and he mm-hmm. loves Michael Jordan. So based off him being TV, I can't really call him a bigot uh, or, or you know something like I that agree. because he's in love with Michael Jordan. He loves Michael Jordan. He loves certain yeah. players. You know what I'm saying? So. You 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 can't be racist against one black man and not racist against another black man. But yeah. I did read that Skip did type something, type the N word talking about Kareem way back in the day. So you know whether he was a racist or not. I, what I think so so this probably goes against popular opinion. I'm gonna ask everybody this: If you're at Ruth Chris as a waitress, or any other corporation, the mall, In and Out, or anything. And one of your co-workers drops on the floor and dies or something like that. Are they going to close up operations or are they going to keep on working? Okay, now, let me, let me I, tap oh, into oh, that. Let me, I want to so, answer okay. that. Okay, so the, the difference between that scenario and this scenario is not only are they making money off of what you do physically on the field, but they're making money off your name, image, and likeness. And this is why not only is it's, it's bigger than just what you see on a television because the sponsorship ads are getting sold, the ticket seats are getting sold, the concessions are getting sold. There's so many basic things that they are making money off of your likeness by you being on that field. So you are basically putting your, your, your whole self-imagery and your physical self out there at, at on harm's way so that they can make a profit. That's not the same it, as being a waitress. It, the the, I, the, the I, liability is completely different. I get I what you're saying, it. Ronnie. I, I, you're using an analogy. I get what you're saying, though, Ronnie. Yeah, I get yeah, what so you're saying, but I, they're I, not. I, they, I, they, I, they don't. I, they don't I, equate I, to me. They're, they're not I, on I, the same. I, one is like I, this, I, and one is like that. On. I, I didn't finish That's hundred dollars to Before I finish the point, so I agree. If I'm a player, I ain't playing shit either. You know what I'm saying, like. If, if it's me, but I'm 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 trying to the point I'm trying to make is are you guys surprised? This is how America is. They don't give a fuck about us. Exactly. They don't give a fuck about nothing. We're all numbers to them. And exactly. in all companies, no matter what it was, they no matter what it is, they're not shutting down shit for us. I'm not surprised. So ain't nobody yeah. gonna stop anything in, in whatever profession it is. Nobody is closing up shit. And I think that's what I agree. I agree. Now, yeah, now, I agree with you. I agree with you, Ronnie. One thousand percent. So because if it, any of it, us drop dead in our own job right now, they would they not ship our ass city. out and, and people would clock out at five. So, mm-hmm. so what Skip was trying to say, I don't think he should have said it, being that he is a white man. Yeah. People don't like, I think what he was saying was, it's correct. Like, ain't nobody stopping operations with nothing. The, 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 everything goes on, which is bullshit, but that's what it is. I don't think he should have said that, but that's what he was trying to say. Now, to, to well, we have a bigger... He's a bigot and all this other stuff. I think that's yeah. a little stretch. Like, yeah, we have a bigger was... issue. We have a bigger issue with Skip yeah. Bayless because of how he treated Shannon with the Tom Brady stuff. That's, you know, black people don't be forgetting when you get, he a Hall of Famer, you disrespected him. It's not really no going back on that. So anything Skip says that's that's a chance to attack him moving forward, we're going to we gonna jump on it. Let's be yeah, real. I, I, I just think it, it, it was, okay, yes, insensitive. But what he was trying to say is, ain't no business in America about to stop for not one person. Ain't no business in doing that. They not doing the shit. The America don't give a yeah. fuck about nobody, especially niggas. They not stopping yeah. shit. I, right. I applaud the players 
and coaches mm-hmm. are taking the stand and mm-hmm. stopping. I applaud you guys, but I'm saying what Skip was trying to say, he was just basically telling the truth. That's all. And piggy, to piggyback off of what Ronnie said, if you right. just take a if you just take your own job, for example, how many days of grieving do you get? Three. Three. I think it's I think it's three for somebody. I think it's five for a close relative, like your parents or something. So you give me yeah, five yeah, days. They gonna give my it to mom you, or dad. But the business is gonna keep going. Exactly. The, exactly. the business exactly. is gonna keep going. And Carlton, if you remember a few weeks ago, we were talking about um what's his name? Baltimore Ravens quarterback, Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. and how he didn't shouldn't have took that came out and played this year and how he got injured and how mm-hmm. each player has to realize that they are a business and a corporation and you are mm-hmm. a subcontractor and that yep. you are your own business doing business with a business and that you have to mm-hmm. handle business first. And as black right. people, we get so stuck in the love of the sport that we sacrifice ourselves for the sport instead yep. of worrying about the business. And if anything, if this scenario shows us is that, if we're going to play in the NFL, if we're going to be subjected to these type of scenarios where we're going to have to play through it, then we got to make sure that our business is high and tight and that we get paid top dollar and every dollar that we are owed because these contracts yeah. be real tricky. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get to this last topic real fast. Yes, it ain't going to be nothing quick because we ain't going to have much to say about this because it's something that we already knew. So I we talked about that. Donald Trump's tax returns being taken we already knew that he got found, uh, well, not him, but his organization got found guilty of tax fraud. They found over 10,000 um, infractions in his tax return. So he's he, he's basically claiming fake things and, and fraudulent uh, push, uh, pushing fraudulent numbers. But it comes back in the year 2020, Trump has paid $0 in taxes. And if they look back at the other ones with the Trotter subpoena, he probably hasn't paid taxes in forever. So, hate to be the one to say I told you, but I told you. And guess what? He's not going to be indicted, and he is still running for president in 2024. Closing thoughts on this last topic before we get up out of here. Hey, hey, look. Don't be mad at Trump because he knows how to finesse the system the best. You know who else didn't? You guys talk about all these taxes. You know who else didn't pay taxes? FedEx. You know who else? Amazon. You know who else? Nike. You know who else? Salesforce. You know who else? Dish Network. (laughs) Come on, man. Listen. Listen. He has figured out that you can see real estate is is one of those things. And I'm I'm in the mortgage industry. But real estate's one of those things where you can have a you can have an appreciating asset, but then write it off as a depreciation on your taxes. So although you're making money from it, you can still write it off as you're not making money. You can write off, you know, at, at his golf course. He can write off the lawnmowers and the rakes and the tool. He can write off all that stuff. So if you fig- if you have a way to balance that out and pay no taxes, then honestly, you know, Trump, I don't look, agree with a lot of Trump stuff that Trump does. But when it comes to this tax code, man, I have to agree with, with what he does. I mean, come on, we can't be mad. Church don't pay taxes either. So, I mean, what are we going to do? Go boycott our pastor because he don't pay taxes? No. So let's let's let this go. Right. <laughs> yeah, to, to, to HRC's point, man, like he finesses the system. 
I mean, if he's going to get away with it, obviously, and he's going to get away with it. I mean, this is not the first time white people in America, especially white men, have gotten away with uh, not paying taxes or not pulling their own weight or whatever the case may be. So, you know, and he's, you know, and he's in politics. I mean, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's learned a lot dealing with money, dealing with business, especially being in the politics game. He's learned a lot how to finesse the system. He's just playing the system. He's doing what most white people uh, in that type of position do. Um, and, you know, that's America for you, plain and simple. We're not surprised at all. Not surprised. Of course. Of course, this is this is going on like like the other fella said. The Hubris Carlton and uh, Amrock said, man, he finessed the system. And um, I personally don't like him. I don't like Donald Trump. You know, still fuck Donald Trump. But, um, you know, he, of course, I mean, are we surprised that a white man is getting away with bullshit? Like, this is, this is all. <laughs> it's par for the course. You feel me? That built this country on getting away with bullshit, on slaughtering a whole race and slaughtering people. And, and they found this country on, on, on death and destruction and, and bullying, man. So are, are we surprised that another white man is getting away with some bullshit? No. It's, I mean, he's Donald Trump. He's Donald Trump. He's the same racist bigot that did have the, the presidency did do more more positive than, than this current president did, but that's another topic. But this racist motherfucker, he been getting away with this shit for years. What are we gonna do now? Trying to punish him at 80? He, he, he ain't paid taxes his whole life. So, you know, he finessed the system. He's white, he's taking advantage of his white skin, his white privilege, and he doing that. It, does that have anything to do with him being a president? I don't think so. Do we care that he freed Kodak? Kodak? No. No. Because no. he didn't have <laughs> Remember, guys, hey, for me personally, you want to go first, y'all? <laughs> go ahead. All right, yeah, so look, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. Um, all I'm going to say is, is it really finessing if you know how to play it? Like, if you know how to play the game, right. yeah, it's not finessing, you know how to play the game. And he knows the same thing like uh, who Rich Car Carlton said. Like, Amazon didn't pay no taxes. You know who paying taxes? Every brother that's up on here, hope you paying your taxes because the government's yeah. gonna come after you. They ain't gonna come after they ain't coming after Trump. They're gonna come after you before they come after Trump. And so they get away with not paying taxes. Now, can can he also play the game as in like, hey, you guys want me to pay taxes, but I was also the president of the United States, and the last time I checked, don't we the the people? pay for the president to be able to do all the stuff that the president i'm paying for joe biden to do nothing right now i am paying for joe biden to get free meals smoking joe to be able to do whatever he wants to do if he want to get on his jet i'm paying for his jet so maybe that's a part of the tax write-off that he put together and he was like hey i was president for these years then you know leave my business alone and so they get away with it and guess what? Why are we mad at I'm more I'm not even mad at Trump. Like 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 the fella said, he probably been getting away with this forever. And 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 well, when he, he is and when he is 80, like 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 my boy said, when he 80, we ain't like he almost done anyway. But we worry about Trump and his taxes, but you what about Brett Favre? <laughs> his has nothing to do with taxes. He mm -hmm. just stole. 
And <laughs> he's still going. At, Brett Favre is still just walking around. He's good. Yeah, Brett Favre is good. Now, yeah, now Brett good. Favre has finessed the system. <laughs> that's finesse. You know, like I like you what said, he said, he's still he's stroking the system. Pass that this way. All I was going to say, guys, is that like since the movie Little Rascals. We've always known that Donald Trump was about his money. We've always known that. And like I said, when he won as president, I was like, hey, I'm shocked, but I, it is what it is. The man knows business. Everything he does is about the dollar. Being the president was not about leading the world. It was about more opportunities to learn how to make more money and find more loopholes. So at this point, the only thing I can say is, why are we even talking about it when we know he knows better than we do? Well, here's the thing, though: is is America not a business, though? I mean, no, no, no. It is. It's a five hundred one c three. It's a five hundred one c three. Let me. We're let sitting me on this nonprofit. Get off, Kayla. Let, let me get to that because the the whole reason why th this platform exists is because. I was in a process called self-actualization and I started to study and I'm like, okay, if we're in America, what is America? And America is a democracy. Okay. What is, what does that mean? Oh, America is a Republic. Okay. Well, what does that mean? A, a Republic is a capitalistic based system. Well, what does that mean? That means that, if I can do something better than you, I can capitalize and take the money. So you don't even have to, it's not about ownership. It's not about loyalty. It's about taking advantage. It's about loopholes. It's about making profit. Yeah, information. And so this whole system is based upon profit. It's based this is upon a corporation profit. That's 100%. in business to make profit. And that's what America is. That's what the Republic is. That's what, um, all this shit is is it's a corporation, States and they don't want you to know. They don't States, want you to so know. Are you States are you incorporated. saying United States is incorporated? United States is why is United States different from North America? USA isn't a continent. North America is a continent. USA is part of that continent. That's because USA and all these different parts of this continent are corporations. So let's get some shout outs before we get up out of here, man. I'll start it off. Uh, shout out to uh, 2023 because you're mine. This year, everything I want, I'm going to have. I'm tired of waiting for everybody else. If you don't go out and get it, I'm taking it. And that's goes. You've for said it. that before. You I did. No, I know. No, I did. No, listen, I really did. In 2022, I ate well. This year, I don't <laughs> want anybody else to eat. So if you're not, if you're not ready for the smoke. I hope I help provide you some. But much love to all you gentlemen. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Listen, I, I I'm on the same sentiment as you. Listen, I want everybody to eat, but this year they're not eating from my plate. I'm gonna go ahead and have to eat everything that's on my plate this year because I got steps that I gotta start taking um, in my life. So you know, I want to see all y'all eat, but you know, what I'm saying this year it's about eating off my own plate so I can have a feast next year. Yeah, happy new year to everybody. Happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> happy new year to everybody. <laughs> to everybody that's watching. Uh, 
you know, yeah, 2023. Um, I mean, you know, the people they can, you know, they can eat off the plate, but look, this, you know, we move in this way, you know. If if you if you Facts. move in this way with me, we move in this way. If you yeah. move in your way, then then stay over there, plain and simple. But if we all move in this way, and and even if I gotta follow or or lead, whatever, we move in this way. We going. Facts. So. Facts. Man, you want to? Yeah, I'll let you close it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and go real quick. Go, go ahead, go Bounty on. Tank. Close it out, Bounty <laughs> Tank. <laughs> happy, happy New Year to everybody. You know what I'm saying? And y'all niggas came out here on some Snoop Dogg vibes when he made the last meal. Talking about this is the last time these pump motherfuckers gonna eat off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel y'all, I feel y'all, but you know, I want to give a shout out to everybody that made it to 2023. It is an accomplishment still being here alone. You know, a lot of us did not make it. So, you know, I want to definitely give a shout out to everybody that's still watching, everybody that's all the fellas on here participating. And like y'all said, man, it's time to go up this year, man. We got a lot of shit popping, you know, at politic and broadcasting this year. So many things to name, but it's time. It's time for everybody to level up and for everybody to eat. And uh, you ain't even focused. We guys, are, uh, to be honest, we ain't focused on, on, on these outsiders. What they eat don't make us shit. So we're going to focus right. on what we're doing. And we're going to continue to grow and ascend. And I'm looking forward to what's coming in 2023. Yes, sir. Max. Preach. Uh, shout out to all the brothers on here. None of these brothers that you see have anorexic dreams because they all eat it. So <laughs> all I want to say for 2023 Baby, I'm about to treat you like Brett Favre and start stroking you. Oh. <laughs> I'm gone, man. I got kids. <laughs> <laughs> but then you know about the stroke game. All skeet, skeet, skeet. Oh. <laughs> all right, man. I want, I want to shout out all y'all brothers, man. One thing, when, when we talk about 2023, for me, it's like surreal because, you know, I've been at this, April is going to be five years now. So I've been at this, you know, for a while now. I've done everything from Roku channels. That's how I met Amrock. Mm -hmm. I was doing Instagram lives. That's how I met Yajiketa and Alvin. You know, I had a studio looking for talent. That's how I met Ronnie, you know. Me plugged up with Murdoch. That's how I met Carlton. Like, like it's crazy how all this shit comes together. And now, like, I'm, I, I reached the point where I'm in the zone. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was a point at the beginning of this shit where everything I, I tried, nothing would work. Nothing was working. And now, I can't, it's like I can't miss. It's like Steph Curry. I'm just throwing the shit out the rim and everything's just fucking going in. It's like a different <laughs> feeling. I can't explain it. Like, you know, it's like. I love that, bro. Like, Salute. You know, it's like it's like that. That that's good to hear, bro. It's like that. Uh, it's like for me, it's like how could I explain? How I explained this to my wife yesterday. This is how I explained. It's like game seven. We we down by one, and I'm going to the free throw line to to hit the game winning two free throws, and the whole crowd is screaming, and, and it's the most pressure that I've ever been in ever in my life. But at the same time, this is the calmest and most confident mm. that I've ever been in my life at the same time. 
And that right there is a blessing in itself. 2023, no more humble shit, man. We on our yeah. shit. We coming for everything that we said we was coming for. And everybody eats, B. But not y'all niggas, because we're going to eat y'all plates, too. <laughs> yeah. We out of here, man. Yeah. All right, All right yeah. Good night. Smoking Bank Sinatra, that's all gas. On the hunt in a tall grass. Intercepting every ball pass, then I run it back, that's a TD. Check the scoreboard, y'all last. We up one, you see me. Pussy niggas wanna talk about it, go to Hellcat, no demon. I be politicking on your broadcast, got the red carpet like the famous homie. Ask your bitch, really famous homie, and you know it's in me. It ain't on me. So creative like I made Adobe. I've been balling like I play with Kobe.